0: Before I begin with the homily, I just want to echo my own word of thanks to all of those who helped in this beautiful weekend that we've been able to experience. Uh, Certainly a word of thanks to our priests, to the religious sisters and brothers, the deacons and the seminarians who are are so much involved in the the behind-the-scenes work. Thank all of you for being here today. A special word of thanks also to the Archdiocese of St. Louis and their great office of youth ministry without which this would not happen. And so I'm very profoundly grateful uh, to all of them, and of course to Steubenville uh, for sponsoring these events throughout the country. When you think of all the lives that are impacted uh, during the summer because of what Steubenville offers, uh, certainly we're very grateful for them. They are part of the renewal of the church in our country. And we're so grateful for all of their efforts. And of course, the unsung heroes of all of this, uh, the youth ministers and the volunteers uh, that come with our youth groups. And I say this in front of all of the youth to know that it's all about you. Well, it's all about you and your relationship with Christ. I used to think that if there was just one person who would come to a deeper relationship with Christ over these weekends, it was all worth it. But then I thought, that's kind of short-changing God, huh? There's about 5,000 of us here, and God can work in 5,000 hearts. So instead of just that one person, I want 5,000 people to draw closer to Christ. And I dare say, our God doesn't know limits. God can do it, huh? As long as we open our hearts. Those who study the psychology and the dynamics of the human person, what makes us up as individuals, they tell us that part of what makes us human is that desire to belong to whatever it is that we want to belong to. We want to be accepted by the larger group. It could be the family. It could be a group of friends at school. It could be co-workers, a sports team, a club. Whatever it might be, there is this inherent desire within each one of us to belong to something bigger than ourselves. And of course, that implies relationships. Establishing relationships within a group. And because it is such a strong, inherent desire... When I don't feel that sense of belonging or acceptance, it has negative consequences in how I relate to other people. When I don't feel as if I belong to the group, I feel isolated, unwanted, unloved, or in the popular language of today, I can become dysfunctional. But the bottom line is no one likes being an outsider. No one likes being on the outside, looking in, wishing that they could be with the group. We all have this innate desire to belong. Now that sense of belonging is crucially important for the church. When we are baptized, we are incorporated into the life of Christ. And all the symbols of baptism remind us of that. We receive a candle because the light of Christ now shines within our souls. The white garment is placed upon us because we are clothed in Christ. Since Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, we too are anointed with the chrism to be like him. Water immerses us into his death and his resurrection, his paschal mystery. We are brought into the very life of Christ. What does all that mean? All that symbolism is a reminder that we belong to Christ, each one of us who's been baptized. There is no one who is baptized who has to stand on the outside looking in as if they don't belong. By virtue of our baptism into the life of Christ, each one of us has the dignity of a child of God with the pledge of eternal life that comes with it. We belong to Christ. I remind people constantly, and again, I remind all of us today, at that moment in the baptismal ritual, when the sign of the cross is made on our foreheads, on the person to be baptized, there's these beautiful, powerful words that are spoken. I claim you for Christ by the sign of his cross. What's that all about? We belong to Christ. That's what it is. And each of the symbols reinforces that, we're no longer ourselves. We belong to Christ. And belonging to Christ brings us into a relationship with the body of Christ, his church. Because Christ and his church are one. You can't have one without the other. I was driving over here yesterday morning from my residence. So where we are right now is on the west side of the campus. My house is over on the east side of the campus, a couple blocks away. It takes me basically two minutes to get here from my house. And I was riding down this main street here, and I pushed on the radio to listen to Catholic radio. And it was in the middle of a conversation. I don't know who was speaking, but this is what came on the radio. As St. Cyprian says, you cannot have God as father if you do not have the church as mother. And I thought, my gosh, that's exactly what I'm going to preach about tomorrow. So what did I do? I turned off the road to write it out. And I'm sorry, there was a group of five girls from Oklahoma that I almost hit. That, that, black, that black Ford was me. I'm sorry. Because I don't have a brain. I can't remember things anymore. So I thought, i got to write this down right away. So there I am. I pulled over to the side. I got out pen and paper, and I wrote down the quote. And I went to the Google to find out the whole quote. (laughs) It's a beautiful quote. (laughs) You cannot have God as Father if you do not have the church as Mother. And actually, the full quote continues to go on. God is one and Christ is one, and his church is one, it all goes together and so we're all in this together. We belong to Christ, we belong to his church, and therefore we belong to one another. It's very popular these days in some circles. People say, well, I love Jesus, but I have no need for that scandalous church. You've probably heard that. That is not the Catholic way, period. Christ and his church go together. I've gotten letters that have come across my desk saying, like, with the scandal that's going on, I don't need the church. And I write back and I say, yes, you do. Christ and His church are one. There can be this mentality, I'm just going to pray on my own. I don't want to get involved in the church. Sorry. When you fall into that mentality, you become a church of one. Each one of us has a relationship with Jesus Christ that is personal and intimate and meaningful, no doubt. And that's what this weekend is all about, trying to grow in that relationship. It's personal, but it's not private. It's not exclusive. It's not a church of one. No, it's ecclesial. It brings us into the full body of Christ, his church that is gathered here this morning. We have to be honest here. Times are difficult in the church today. But when the going gets tough, you don't give up. What does that say about the person who's willing to walk away? When things, don't you try to stay and make it better? When things get tough with the kids, parents don't have the option of walking away from their kids. They have to fight for their kids and accompany them through the difficult moments. When a husband and wife are having difficulties, you don't walk away. You stay in and you fight for the marriage. And it's the same way with the church. It's the coward who walks away in the time of need. It's the coward who takes the easy way out and gives up. But when you love someone, you're willing to fight for that person. And when you love the church, you stay in and you fight for its renewal. If you love Christ, you love his church with all of its imperfections and all the scandals, with all of its filth and with all of its grace and all of its beauty and all of its sacraments. We belong to Christ and therefore we belong to his body, the church, with all of its imperfections and scandals because our church is made of people, humans, imperfect and sinful people, Ours is an incarnational church, it's not an angelic church. Just think for a moment right now in this gathering, how much dysfunction is gathered here. (laughs) And that's okay. I've told countless people, I'm one of ten children. My oldest brother, God bless him, he used to say, we put the dis in dysfunction. But as we got older, he said, we put the fun in dysfunction, it gets better. (laughs) And this dysfunctional church, if you stay in it, it will get better. That's what we need. It's the coward who walks away. And this is all part of this thing that we belong to called the church. And when we embrace the church, we come into a deeper understanding of, therefore, who my neighbor is in today's gospel. I become the servant of the one who is in need at the moment. But the man in today's gospel, we're told, was robbed, stripped, beaten, and left half dead. I don't know if this is fully true, but I thought to myself, that man, stripped, beaten, left half dead, that kind of represents the church right now. But each one of us has to do our part to heal that church by being committed to the church, to make a difference in the church, to not walk away from the church, but to fight for the church. There is a profound truth in the theme for this weekend, belong. No one of us is an outsider. And if we belong to Christ... We belong to his church. Or as St. Cyprian said, God is one, and Christ is one, and his church is one. I always recommend at the end of a weekend retreat, such as we have had, to make a resolution. To do something to inspire yourself to keep the fire of zeal alive as you go home. And I would like to maybe offer a recommendation. Do something for the church. Maybe go to mass an extra time during the week, if it's possible. Get an extra time of adoration. Do something that brings you closer to Holy Mother Church. And in doing that, that will bring you closer to Christ.